That sounds like quality squits right there. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining us again this week for... Well, we didn't do one last week, so we're going to do one this week. It's the news podcast. So I'd just like to introduce my fellow pod people. <laughs> Poddy people. Come on, party people. Uh, opposite me is Dan the Man. Hello, news. News. Uh, up in Scotland, our man in the kinky kitchen or the venereal disease van, I'm not entirely sure where he is, is Duncan. News! News! Uh, venereal. Uh, no, not in the van. Uh, in the kinky kitchen. You're in the kinky right. kitchen. And I am Tom. So with no further ado, we're going to get balls deep in the news. Here's Dan. Hello. So the other thing I forgot to mention that we are going to do, and I should have mentioned this prior to the pod, yeah. is we didn't. Get, we got a ton of comments about Star Wars games um prior to the last pod and we didn't get a chance to read it out because the pod went on forever just to recap if you want to just pause this podcast and go and listen to the last two which are basically all star wars video games from the 80s all the way through to the nowsies um and then yeah here's some comments we'll get to the news in a second should we do the comments first? let's do the yeah. comments first okay let me just get to them i'll edit this down so, Dan, hit us with some comments. Right, okay, well, we've got a few, actually, uh, which is what I just said before, but whatever. I'm rambling. Uh, James Gurnless commented. Uh, he said ah. he was going to turn up. Uh, and then never did. Didn't. What a twat. Can you check his contract for me, Tom? I will. Thank you. Uh, he has a new one. How did he get a new contract? I thought we were just going to let this one go and his people sp- let him go. His people spoke to my people. Oh, your people, specifically yeah. your people he- now text me this morning saying that he was halfway through a review and then something happened a water fight and uh, couldn't finish it off in time uh, so I don't think he's going to be joining us this uh, this week either okay then yeah well fine no problem I'm actually happy okay um, so half point Martinez thanks for listening um, she said the games that she she liked were uh, Kotor obviously great and she also mentioned her personal favorite was Rogue Squadron ah so that's an interesting one. So really enjoyed Knights of the Old Republic, a very deep and meaningful RPG experience. Yeah. But also, like uh, like uh, Will, who joined us last time, big fan of the old arcadey Rogue Squadron style. Yeah. Rogue, I like it. Rogue Squadron is obviously a, a really fun game. And we, we mentioned it last week, so yeah. One eclectic miss. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, and then we also had Rich Lennon. Uh, he talks about X-Wing, but he also talks about the X-Wing board game as well. Uh, and... Him and someone called Jonathan Pike uh, mentioned that as well. So I said that I know them, but yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, I would say thank, thanks to both of them. I'm going to um, throw a little sort of bit of controversy bomb right here. But obviously, we were talking about video games. So bringing up the board game, <laughs> slightly retarded. Um, but, you know, fair play for bringing up X-Wing, which is a cracking game. Guys, thanks for listening. Yep. Um, hey, look, a little bit of abuse is fine. It just shows that we like them. I mean, you said go controversial, Tom. I didn't think a little bit of abuse is fine. <laughs> We'd be where we would be going with that. So, Alex Lilly mentioned uh, that KOTOR is an absolute classic. Dark Forces. And then, sh- this is an interesting one. Honourable mention goes to Masters of Terrace Cassie. Wow, so this was the one that yeah. we didn't know about at all. Yeah. Terrible game, but her first ever PS1 game. 
Fair play. Alex, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, and then on the Twitter. Sorry. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. He's gotten me on the Twitter. <laughs> That's getting cut out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Possible Media said, TIE Fighter. Stop putting it up me Twitter. <laughs> okay, sorry, can start again. TIE Fighter said, uh, TIE Fighter. <laughs> Possible Media, <laughs> which you should listen to their pod as well, um, said, TIE Fighter, enough said. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't think think a point has ever been made more clearly. Yeah, they they like TIE Fighter, yeah. Uh, Baz Verbeek says, um, love so many of them. All the Dark Forces series, but some special shout out to Rebel Assault and Star Wars Rebellion or Supremacy in the UK. Supremacy in the UK. Kick ass. See, so I I didn't enjoy Rebellion that much, but it's interesting to know that there is someone out there. If you're still listening, could you jot down a few words as to why you like Rebellion so much? So I can get an understanding of why. Uh, Alex Williams said KOTOR. Obviously. That's it. KOTOR! KOTOR. Uh, Sixtus said Jedi Knight 2. Jedi Outcast. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Neil Dutton says Dark Forces was so good. Uh, loved TIE Fighter 2, but Karl Katarn was a badass. Hell yeah, yeah. man. Completely totally agree. agree with that. Yeah, I mean, we love... Um, He's uh, actually a big loss to the lore. Yeah. He's a huge loss. He's yeah. just I literally mean, they, been written out. They could, they, they could just do a film. Is he... Have they not replaced him with Cassian Andor, though? Yeah, but he doesn't. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's does Katarn die later on in one of the books? I can't remember. Who's that? Kyle. K- Kyle. Not that I'm aware of, but I, I haven't read many of the books, if I'm honest. So Kyle. That's not just Star Wars. So Kyle in the expanded universe <laughs> yeah. um, becomes a key member of the uh, Jedi Order that Luke rebuilds. Yes. So in the expanded universe, before it got stripped of its canon status, um, and he became a foremost battle master. During the Yuzan Von Vong Yuzan Vong War, mm. which was like a great big, great big crazy thing that happened, um, and I think he married Jan at some point Good. during that time, and then, or maybe it was just after the war, and then when the Second Galactic Civil War kicked off and Jaden Solo became Darth Kaidus, he was one of the like one of the leading members of the Jedi Council at the time, and I think. Stayed as a member of the Jedi Council while... Because after that, Luke basically left the Jedi Order um, and um, went off in a search because basically his wife had been killed, Mara Jade had been mm. killed, Jaden had killed everyone. Um, and Jason, sorry. Jaden Corey's from Jason. Jedi Academy. Jason! Uh, Jason Solo um, ended up being killed and he killed Mara Jade, he killed loads of other people and Luke excommunicated himself. And I think Kyle remained on as a as a sort of leading member. So by that point, Kyle is like a very well-respected Jedi and all that kind of shizzle. Um, so, so he is a loss. Massive loss. Everything you've said kind of happens in the new Star Wars films. Yeah, except... Except it's not Jason Solo, it's Ben Solo. No, except no. but the point is that Kyle's, Kyle's original story has already been completely stripped of canon. Rogue, Rogue One... Rogue One is now yeah. the de facto way that the yeah. um, Death Star plans were found. Uh, whereas in Dark Forces, which was ages ago, the, it was it was made canon that um, Jan and uh, Kyle went to the planet where the plans were being held in what was called Operation Skyhook yeah. and stole the plans then and sent them to the Rebel Alliance. That's not what I was saying. What I was saying is, so that's not canon everything that's happened in that you mentioned mm. has kind of happened in a different way in the films now, mm. with different, slightly different characters. Yeah. So like Luke disappears for different reasons but he does disappear mm-hmm. um it's 
I'd imagine Jason Solo was was it Leia and Han Solo's son? I'm guessing, right? Yep. Which is now Ben Solo. Which is now Ben Solo. And, uh, and um, what's his face? Carl Katarn. Good Lord. Kylo, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Um, and then the people that stole the Death Stars were people that have similar names to Jan Ors and Carl uh, Katarn. Yeah, but the point is, if that if that's what you're going to replace the canon with, you've already got those stories. Yeah. So there's no room for Kyle Katarn anymore. Well, no, but there could have been. There's always room for Kyle Katarn. Yeah. Th- there isn't, though. That's the point. They've there done is. everything they've I done. I know, but there could have been. <laughs> if all of this stuff was already written, yeah. like, they've, all they've done is, like you say, effectively they've changed Jason Solo's name to, um, to, yeah. to Ben Solo. Yeah. Which is kind of predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the expanded universe, it was actually Ben Skywalker yeah. was Mara Jade and Luke Skywalker's child. Yeah. Um, so if you've already got this prepackaged fan favourite there... I I will all right contra controversy. <laughs> I will say if you've got ready-made stories that are already fan favourites yeah. sitting there, and you want to tell that same story, tell that story because people love Kyle Katarn. But do you know who cares about this? A handful of thirty-plus-year-old, thirty-plus nerds. That's it. But they could, but they <laughs> they could have brought the coolness of Kyle Katarn to the masses. So let's wait. Honestly, and see. I'm not actually. I know this is probably going to upset you, Tom. I'm not that... I am miffed that we don't have Kyle Katarn, but I'm not that fussed that it's not him stealing the Death Star plans because that was just the first level on Dark Forces. What would be nice, and this is why what we did during... If you go back and listen... Hang on. um, If you go back and listen to our what games we would like to see redone, Dark Forces was one because of the adapting it so that it fits in with the 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 modern canon because then you know the good thing the thing that russell always says is what makes rogue squadron such a not rogue rogue one such a good um film is because you can have a star wars film without involving jedi and that's what the first jet uh, dark forces does it, it there's yeah vader appears briefly in it but you've got the whole thing of this new super soldier and there's nothing to do with the Force. There are no Jedi, but it's still within the Star Wars universe. So mm. that's why it's so great. And that's why you can probably do another... You could somehow introduce Kyle if you really wanted to. Yeah, yeah. but that, that, was, that was kind of my point, really. Yeah, you was two like, are both kind of agreeing with each other. Yeah. I'm the one that's disagreeing. Here, here's what I'll say, right? Can I just quickly say, just that the one thing is, that first mission, that first mission is, a, is actually, like as you say, yeah, it's the, it is, it's the first mission, but it, it kind of it tenuously ties him to the canon. It's sort of like that first one, like using the Death Star, which is an icon of the series, um, as the sort of, you know, he's the guy that stole the plans and supplied them to the Rebel Alliance. That obliquely sort of ties him to the to the canon, and then the rest of it is his story. So I completely agree with what you're saying. I do I do agree, but I'm saying that first that first mission is very important because without it, I feel like he's just a... He's just something else happening somewhere. So here's how you tie him into the canon if you insist on Dark... And I love Kyle Katarn. But if if if, if you insist on in tying him in, you say that he was the person that was meant to go and recover the Death Star plans. Uh, but they sent Cassian with um, Jyn Erso instead. And Kyle Katarn's got this like weird guilt about uh, Cassian going to his death, basically, to recover the Death Star plans. Or yeah. you tie him into the canon by saying that the I think it's actually a fan theory, isn't it? The, the people that do like me who want him to be back in the <laughs> back in canon is that the Death Star plans, like half of it was stored where they went to yeah. where they got them on Rogue One, and half of them were stored 
uh, where Kyle picks them up in Operation Skyhook and they united them on the Tanti for Blockade Runner and that's what they then eventually shipped to the Rebel Alliance. Or you say that he has coordinates or something silly like that. I know that's a bit weird because... They don't or just say, going. many Kyle you... Katarns died yeah. to get these plans. Or you make him a boffin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> many beards were shaven. <laughs> <laughs> Jin Erso and Karkatan are Bothans, and they recover the uh, second Death Star plans. Bothans, such a weird thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry, did you say Bothans? No, I said Bothans. What? <laughs> it's kind of like... It's like so you Actually, just... that would be a really cool mission, where it's Jan and uh, uh, Kyle going uh, with all the Bothans, and they're the only two that come back, uh, survive, and they just never find I out was, exactly what... I was, what I was going to say was, I think it's kind of weird that they just sent Bothans. I know Bothans make good spies, apparently, but it's like, <laughs> you kind of get this image of um, is it, uh, Mon Mothra, isn't it? Mon Mothra. Yeah, Mon Mothra, yeah. <laughs> Um, Mothra is a bad guy in Godzilla. Um, <laughs> Mon so, Mumra. Mon Mumra. Mon Mumra. That's hard to say. Um, <laughs> you got this image of them just sitting around going, right, well, it's a very dangerous plant. I've never cared for the Bothans. So, yeah. um, just sent many Bothans died implies that it wasn't like a crack team of spies yeah, that went and got it. Many Bothans died, but then natural selection's a bitch. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Us Humies are still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, the point is, if people insist, uh, uh, here's my controversial view, I'll happily give up Carl Catan because we got Rogue One, which is my favourite Star Wars. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I'm happily going to give up Carl Catan if the Bothans can come back. <laughs> I'd give, give up Carl Catan for the Bothans, yeah. <laughs> Fucking poor Bothans. Imagine, here's a film. Yeah. The Bothman Rebellion. So the Bothans <laughs> re- rebel against the, the rebels. Incidentally, that is rebellion-wise in Halo, yeah. the Grunt Rebellion is one of my favourite bits of lore yeah. that you don't really get to see. The idea that all the millions of Grunts in the Covenant, you know, rebelled at some point, and an arbiter had to be made to crush them. Yeah, brilliant. I love That's that. Anyway, idea. I've got this off topic. Should we do some news. Let's do some. No 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 News. 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 Why am I laughing? Well, I'm 37 and five minutes don't make me laugh. Right, so here's some news. Let's start. Do we want to start with the stuff we would have done last week? Yeah. I think, yeah, we can recap that way. Right. Okay. okay, so let's start with uh, this week in misleading headlines. Yeah. Or last week in misleading headlines, yeah. to be fair. Uh, what do you think this headline implies? Batman actor Robert Pattinson drops out of movie due to scheduling conflict. So I would immediately jump to the conclusion yeah. that Batman actor Robert Pattinson dropping out of movie yeah. implies that he's dropped out of Batman. Yes. No. Um, so then the next thought is, well, he's dropped out of a film that he was going to film, but he's filming Batman instead. No, no, no. He, he's dropped out of a film because he's filming another film that's not Batman. Ah, yeah. So, okay. So, okay. That's, so that's a misleading headline. So basically, his name is now Batman actor Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So it's basically just saying that Robert Pattinson has dropped out of a movie due to scheduling conflict. Yes. Right. Yeah, which isn't in itself any news that anyone. No, else cares that's about. basically like me saying, "Oh shit, I missed my doctor's appointment." Yeah. To have my balls checked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, that's so, it. I think let's. Uh, 
So you missed your doctor's appointment to get to your balls checked. So <laughs> yeah. Who's checking your balls, Tom? <laughs> the doctor. But you missed his... Oh, okay. The doctor's appointment was to get... Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, okay, so I missed it. So I just went out into the street and said, look, I've missed my doctor's appointment to get my balls checked because someone just give him a check over. Mm. Just anyone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, we're getting another Matrix movie, apparently. The Wachowskis are on um, And the new lead will be Michael B. Jordan. As potentially, yeah, rumored to be Michael B. Jordan. I don't think as, it's going to be as Neo, right? The, the, when we originally recorded this, there was a small argument over whether this was going, whether he was going to play Neo, or whether it was just Keanu Reeves who remains as Neo, or is it kind think, of? Like... I think the conclusion was that Neo is a reoccurring theme yeah. character type thing. Is anyone could be Neo, but there's only ever one at a time. I prefer yeah. to count it as one emergence of an anomaly to the next. In which yeah. case, this is the sixth version. There you go. Um, uh, Although then he would be seventh. He would be the seventh version. But what we do know is that Neo's a no-no. Neo is a no-no. Um, so <laughs> that's got nothing to do with this. But, get, uh, get your merch at tmtoh.com. <laughs> that's, uh, that's from uh, Redly Deadly, I believe. Um, Neo is a no-no. Yep. Uh, I, I, I love Michael B. Jordan. I'll watch any films with him in. It's pretty much that simple for me. So, so I'm quite excited about that. Anything? No. So Michael J. Fox has got to be pretty pissed off that someone stole his naming convention, right? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Do you not think that someone else might be a bit more annoyed that someone stole his name? Well, the basketball Michael, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. But calling himself <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. like So I'm going to start calling myself Thomas J. Roberts. So why do you think he started calling himself Michael B. Jordan? Because he's Michael Jordan B? Because he probably wanted to distinguish himself from Michael Jordan. Yeah. So Michael J. Fox hasn't got a word. He can't. He can't come at us about that. He could. Not at us anyway. <laughs> yeah, he can't, can't come at us. Yeah. Have you heard what the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast have said about your name? Pops in the DeLorean, comes, gives a smack. Yeah. yeah. No, we're not having that. Keep it to yourself, Fox. Yeah. Okay. Well, that leads in quite nicely. Uh, Back to the Future Four. Christopher Lloyd's on board. Apparently, he wants. He's, he's up for it if they decide to make one. Sure, he is. So basically, aging actor. Marty, I yeah. need some more money, Marty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aging actor says he'd like more money, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically. So, yeah. yeah, there we go. Okay, good. So, uh, that's like not exactly news news. No. Uh, Keanu Reeves will be joining the MCU, allegedly, or they're in contract talks. And the conversation is as to who Michael, Re- Michael Reeves, Keanu Reeves will play. I just think he should always be Johnny Silverhand now, forever. <laughs> just no matter what. It's even if it doesn't make any sense. MCU, yeah. yeah. Hey, Iron Man, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I've got to go see Johnny B. Silverhand, though. Johnny, Johnny B. B. Silverhand. <laughs> <laughs> now that was a faux pas. No, he's <laughs> but that not was Johnny really B. Silverhand. Johnny, Johnny B. Silverhand. <laughs> Go, 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 Johnny, go, 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 Johnny B. Silverhand. <laughs> uh, if there's anyone listening to this podcast who's any good at recording uh, music, uh, if you could do a rendition oh, of Johnny B. Silverhand, that would be awesome. I'm pretty sure neither of us have touched a guitar in several years. Oh, I picked it up the other day, I'll have, you know. Yeah? Yeah. To move it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> move it out the way or something. Um, Fable 4. They didn't show us anything E3. Again. Because they had nothing to show. Yeah. That's the story. But this time they admitted it. Yeah. All they said was, we've got nothing to show and we want to show something. 
if we're going to show Fable 4, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's brilliant, though, <laughs> you isn't it? You know what I mean, though. Yeah, I know, but I love it when they just sort of go, look, if we had something to show, we would show it, but we don't have anything to show, so we're not going to show it. It's like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, the UK's the government has taken uh, an interest in loot boxes over the last couple of weeks. Okay. With a couple of uh, meetings or hearings with uh, leading game developers regarding whether they are actually gambling and and the the damage they have particularly on young people in this mm. country i know a couple of countries in europe have started banning them um anyway i hope i hope he doesn't mind us bringing it up but will uh the geeky dad podcast on youtube yeah. um joined us last week and we did record as dan said in his psa before the um before the first bit we did do a recording of a news thing but we didn't yeah. feel like it was right to put out we did discuss this there and will actually raised a very good point that actually you know, it is gambling. It is. It and is, it's yeah. encouraging people to, you know, to spin those reels one more time. Like, what are you going to find next time? What you? It's basically a big fruit machine. And when it comes to, you know, young minds and the effect it can have, that's one thing. Yeah. But actually, there are people who are gamblers who might be recovering gamblers who suddenly find themselves on a slippery slope because of loot boxes. Well, I've got some good news for you, Tom, because they're not loot boxes. They are, according to... Kerry Hopkins, Vice President of EA, Surprise Mechanics. Surprise Mechanics? Surprise Mechanics. Yep. Yep. Right. Apart from, didn't they call them loot boxes themselves? So they have regularly called them loot boxes. They yeah. have. Um, and when at EA Play, they uh, said that um, that there will be no loot boxes in a Fallen Order. So who knows if we'll get Surprise Mechanics instead of uh, loot boxes. Oh, absolutely, that's so bizarre. Although it does bring me into mind, of what if the RAC had a new breakdown package which was called Surprise Mechanics. Yeah. And so you ring them up and you go high and broken down on the M25. Like, imagine that. Remember when we when my tyre blew and we were on the M25 and I pulled over and we had to wait for about 45 minutes for an RAC guy? Yeah. Imagine wow. if... Wow, they got to you in 45 minutes. Yeah. I'm impressed. Well, because You're it... on a major motorway and they get the RAC. I could really slag off the RAC. They took two out. We were on the M8 in Glasgow and they took mm, about three hours to get to us. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess we were lucky. <laughs> then, yeah that's that's called surprise mechanics the surprise was they got to you quickly no i'd love go. it though if they turned up and uh, you know it was just a van it just pulled over and then you know they just smash open the back doors like fireworks go off there's like tim westwood in the back and it's just like <laughs> surprise mechanics you know like that would be that'd be good have you seen um there's a little bit of an unfluid joke there but have you seen um jim sterling recently no no he hasn't popped over <laughs> he's he's got a new character that he calls um, the surprise mechanic. Oh, I like it. And uh, the video that he's shown so far is him in a kitchen smashing a watermelon with a wrench with a welder's mask with googly eyes, odd-shaped googly eyes on them. <laughs> love it. And he calls it the surprise mechanic. I love it. That's it's very great. clever. Yeah. Big fan of that. Right. Um, Hit me with your big throbbing news stick. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, I will. Uh, Got a lot of notes in your little notebook. Yeah. So he... Well, this is for two pods. Um, so she also went on to say they're quite ethical and fun. <laughs> Who, EA? <laughs> well, no, they're, they're not. But yeah, um, apparently uh, loot boxes. Sorry. Surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics. Uh, having said that, though, isn't that the sort of thing that a psychopath would say to you? <laughs> I'm actually quite fun and ethical. Don't go. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're having fun. We're having and... fun here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're having a fun and ethical time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I just want to go. Uh, right, what's okay. next? We have... 
Kenroy, Kevin Conroy wants more Arkham games. It's been a massive problem. Rocksteady trying to figure out what they're going to do next, apparently. So, and all he said is, why don't we just do more Arkham games? Well, there's plenty of, I mean, plenty of call for it. Yep, another definitely. story in another city. Yeah. It's all good. I mean, it's got to be Gotham again. Yeah. But, well, to be honest, though, now they've done that three times, you know, well, obviously, because they did it in Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and then Arkham Knight. So, kind of what do you do next? Like, is yeah. it just the same city again with some of the same characters and... Do you know what I mean? Like, at some point you reach... Arkham rehashed. <laughs> yeah, Arkham rehashed. They've got the two remakes. Because, you know, it, it does it does potentially fall into the trap that Assassin's Creed, that series, has fallen into, which is basically the same situation, a city. Do you know what I mean? Do you mm. see what I'm sort of saying? Like, you, The Arkham series is kind of loved and missed because of its brevity. Yeah. By Arkham Origins, they were beginning to scrape the barrel for villains. Mm. They were really beginning to scrape the barrel. You could tell that when it was like, you know, they've just... <laughs> it was like every every person, like, Black Mask is here. <laughs> you know, and you just think, oh. <laughs> like, real sort of, you know, not necessarily mm. the most recognisable of villains suddenly appear. The Torch <laughs> and things like that. And you're like, so the Firefly. <laughs> and you're just like, what? Um, Arkham Generations. Yeah, Arkham Generations. There we go. But again, like I say, like, do, do you need it? I mean, just because Kevin Conroy would love to voice the character again. Cool. I mean, I would, I would love to see that again. But I played another Arkham game. But I just, yeah, but I just don't, I don't, I don't get why, why you'd do it again. Why? I, I don't really. If you're know. a games development studio, hmm. you know, unless you're Ubisoft, Ubisoft, you know, like, would you bother again doing it? You've already done it four times, hmm. three, four times. It's a big undertaking just to do the same thing again. Yeah, and as you say, there weren't. I, I, I liked all the bad guys in all of them, right? Of course. But but you're a Batman fan. You need to do something different. So you'd need to maybe do like the Court of Owls and like just concentrate on the Court of Owls, that kind of thing. For but it. then what? Uh, but then it's in the city again. Yeah. So and also, just... you've got to get around Batman not being able to kill anyone again. Yeah. And you've got to have that whole, you know, Gotham City always ends up being evacuated. So there's yeah. no people there. What you need is like a populated Gotham City. What you need is almost like a, you know, Spider-Man on the PS4 mm. type of game. Like an actual crime fighter. Open world. I mean, this is my thing. The problem they've got is if they're going with the DC brand, mm. then there aren't many characters like Batman, if that makes any sense. Yeah. That isn't Batwoman or Nightwing or Robin or Batgirl. Um and because all you're going to do with them is set it in the same place with the same bad guys, pretty much. So then you're looking at. Um, I mean, you could do Arrow. That might be interesting. Do like a, a Green Arrow game. But what about a what about a Spider-Man like Batman game? Oh, so you mean just just completely change it up, completely change the style up of it? Well, yeah, because I'm saying like I think he's getting a bit tired that it's like it's Gotham City, it's night, it's been evacuated, so there's no people, mm. there's just thugs. They've all taken over the city again. All the villains have taken over their little area oh, of the so city. Just have it as like a working Gotham city. Yeah. That, what an undertaking. That would be fucking awesome. Because they've done it with yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's not coming to the Xbox anytime no, absolutely soon. Absolutely right. Because every time it's like there's, it's virtually deserted. In the last three hours, Gotham yeah. City has been evacuated, and now Batman can go in there with his suit and kick ass. And you could even do that at the end of the game. You could have it set like during just like a day. Yeah. So like do a day-night cycle even. Yeah. Well, I mean. Um, 
I mean, what you're looking at is similar to redoing the very first the Batman game that was on the Amiga that came out for the film. Yeah, no, it would be exactly the same as the Amiga game, yeah. Not, um, no, not like, like, right, hang on, but on that... A side-scrolling platform game, yeah. Uh Mm. Well, I quite enjoyed the platform. I did as well, mate. I did have a point of going, well, you know, I like the idea of you you following that kind of story where you also you have to respond to... You could respond to the bat signal. That'd be cool. And you have to drive around. I'm mainly thinking of that, uh, the Batmobile from the that first. <laughs> I just want to see that Batmobile again. <laughs> Sorry, I've just rambled. Well, I off. mean, I, I totally agree, and that's why I think that's why I think a a Spider-Man esque approach to a Batman game yeah. would be brilliant. If it was something where you could actually solve crimes and stuff like that, look, it would take ages to make. Yeah. But imagine, imagine some games developer make taking all that time to make that work that you had to go back to the back cave and all that sort of stuff and there was a great big you know overarching story thread you know laced through it and and things like that then that would be amazing yeah that would be awesome because the the batman arkham games have done a really good job of making you feel like batman to a point they've never made you feel like you know incidental crime fighter batman vigilante batman yeah you're always like up against the supervillains, Batman. Um, but I love the idea that you, I think you both guys, you guys both touched on it. I uh, think me and Duncan get our heads together on this. We've got a game. There you go. Get 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 together with Rocksteady. But the idea that like you've got this long storyline of you've got to solve this big crime that's mm. happening. So you go to different locations. You do yep. the detective thing. Yeah. And whilst that's happening, you look up in the sky, and the bat signals blaring up and you've got to go do like a almost like a side quest yeah and you've got to decide whether you do it or not and if you don't do it it has an effect on the city in some way yeah like so either like a grand theft auto but you're batman or because i've never played the spider-man so i don't know but i would imagine it's similar or like a skyrim where you do get these side quests but you've got that overarching well i mean that's almost identical to the arkham games anyway but it's I'm, i'm talking about like have it if you are, if you do certain things, it has direct effects on the city itself. So, like, if you if you're in the middle of something, and the bat signal goes up, and you decide not to uh, not to go uh, deal with it, maybe a bank manager gets killed, that's then replaced by someone that works for the the Falcons. Yeah. Um, and then you've got this whole corrupt bank situation. So uh, maybe Wayne Tech doesn't get as much money, and as a result, the funding goes down, so you can't. Um, fund like new tech quite quite so easily so maybe like it's just something you've got to keep on your toes but keep you on your toes or keep it even more focused on the batman character and have bruce wayne as a side of it like yeah. bruce wayne's meant to be at a thing that night oh my god yeah you know and if he if he is at that thing he could support harvey dent's you know campaign or something like that you know what i mean like let's 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 do it you know that would be awesome that would be yeah. really focused that would be like batman choosing between his his well, his fake life as yeah. Bruce Wayne and his real life as Batman, but one can't exist without the other. Uh, yeah, not, not and you could even have it not necessarily like a morality system, like in um, like Mass Effect, but maybe like um, maybe more and more often, like if the, the less things he turns up to, the more and more people start to twig that maybe Bruce Wayne's Batman. Yeah, or like you say, Wayne Tech begins to lose its figurehead, its money, your tech tree becomes a little bit more stimmied, like parts of Wayne Enterprises close down so you can't research, I don't know, upgraded armor or, you know, the 
research was it what's the what's the what's lucius fox in charge of at that, that, that the first bit i mean i know he's ceo but before then he's I like i can't remember is it r&d it might just be yeah. r&d or special projects or something like that you know yeah. shuts down and he can't get a cool yeah Tom maybe if he doesn't or... turn up to a meeting then someone sees that r&d is getting a ton of money pumped into it and just puts the kibosh on it and yeah, then you've got to like work hard to, to get it yeah yeah and go. Lucius Fox says something like, you know, well, it's two weeks of in-game time that you're not going to have any ability to upgrade, but you've got to do this mission now, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're not going to be able to do it without the, you know, exploding robot pig. Yeah, or like um, like armor degradation, that kind of thing. Or if your Batmobile blows up, then you can't replace it for two weeks. So yeah, you there you go. Longer to get it somewhere. I think we've just nailed this game. Guys, Duncan, Tom, well done. This is the answer. Yeah, so Rocksteady. I'm proud of you guys. Just, you know, you can have these ideas, but just... Fucking do something. Yeah. Okay, let's crack on. Um, right, let's just get some fun ones. Uh, Don Cheadle says his Captain Planet would beat Thanos in a fight. Yeah, I'd see that. He'd turn him into a fucking tree. Yeah, but I think yeah. we'd then get a weird bit where we've got, <laughs> we've got um, Rhodey and Captain Planet being played by the same person. Wouldn't last long, though, because you know why? Why? Rhodey would get turned into a fucking tree as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's trees. Everyone apart from, everyone apart from the heart kid. Yeah. <laughs> who he turns into his bitch <laughs> I fucking love that song yeah man. I'm going to turn everyone into a, into everyone, a motherfucking tree everyone's a tree <laughs> <laughs> um, Watchdog Legions is designed to be played 20 times apparently I played Watchdog only 20 times only 20 times yeah wow that's no really more, making no you no less that's really yeah. making you work yeah I played Watchdogs 2 once thoroughly enjoyed it but the once was enough yeah yeah I played Watch Dogs 1 once, and once was more than enough on that uh, game. In 10, 15 minutes I played of that, and went, no, this is rubbish. Really? I played it all the way. Play Watch Dogs 2? No. Man, play Watch Dogs 2. If you like Watch Dogs. I'd have to buy it. I don't want to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I want someone to give it to me. And what, uh, just put it on fucking Game that, Pass. All the games. Yeah. <laughs> um, Google Stadia isn't going to have a beta. Oh, shit balls. Um, I think this is quite surprising. They're just going to... For me, either says one of two things. Either they are incredibly confident that everything is going to go without a hitch, or they already know it doesn't work and they're hoping enough people spend £200 on it before they before they realise that. Yeah, or... <laughs> or everyone should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just I'm trying to be controversial and edgy. I just I just see now, don't be controversial and edgy for the sake of being controversial and edgy. That's the trick. Well, I think Google Stadia is one of those things. It is. It's an incredibly cynical way of accessing that kind of technology. It's like we well, have to pay 200 quid to access this technology. We're not going to have a beta. We're not. They're probably going to be having a closed beta of some sort. I would imagine, and God knows who's going to be a part of that. So the things you have got to ask yourself is, are they just doing what most companies these days do which is releasing a product that's pretty much there but not quite but not quite yeah. and then they'll patch it up later and they're just praying that early adopters won't kick off which is what happened with all sorts of games like <coughs> arkham knight um and <coughs> master chief collection and dangerous <coughs> with the console though oh it's fucking dangerous yeah. with the console really? um but i think maybe google are like they don't really give a shit maybe they're at the point where they're like we've done enough research in this if it works great if it doesn't, oh no, we've still got our billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. And the point is that did they lose anything by launching Google 
what was it Hangouts or what the fuck was their social media thing? Google. Hangouts, yeah, it was yeah. Google Hangouts. Yeah, Google Hangouts. Google, there, there was a Google. Yeah, Google Hangouts, but they've shut that down. Yeah, I was going to say they didn't lose anything there. They didn't even lose face because no. they're still the largest search engine in the world. I mean, the point is, what we should be more concerned about with Google is the fact that they have access to every single thing that anyone searches <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. And they are the de facto... But they're definitely not selling it. No, they, no, they are the de facto portal into people's minds. Yeah. Yep. It's terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. The point is that, like, you know, if you're in marketing, like, you know, and you work in marketing like I do, Google Trends is what I look at to decide what I'm going to be doing. Google Keywords, Google, mm. Google Ad Managers and stuff, Manager and things like that, what I consult to find out what you're searching so that I can better target my advertising to you. Yeah. Which is creepy. But I have to do that by paying Google a fortune. Yeah. You know, it's terrifying. You're absolutely so right. all you get is a controller and then link access to the... So you're paying 200 quid for access to all the games yeah. and a controller. Yeah. And that's it though, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. You never have to pay any more money, right? I thought there was a monthly subscription. So, see, that's where it all starts to get a bit yeah, creepy. Yeah. This is where it starts to move into the realms. Like, we used to be happy with MMOs of, like, yeah. kind of buying the game and then a subscription charge. But you'd only play one MMO. Like, you'd be into one MMO because it would suck up so much of your time anyway. Yeah, so you, you have to pay £200 for the hardware and your sort of first log-on. I think the £200 is... I don't know. Was that an annual membership? It's 120 and then it's... is the basic, and then £200 is the, the premium one. And I think, oh, the premium one gets you 4K uh, streaming. That's what it is. I'll just take the standard one. Well, if you can get my internet to stream 4K, then fucking brilliant, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you can do that. Yeah. And yeah. do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it really difficult for you. I'm going, to, I'm going to put my computer over the other side of the house from the router. And what I'm going to do is you're going to have to, it's going to have to be 4K streaming from my router mm. to a, a, a broadband relay which then, a uh, broadband amplifier, sorry, which then allows my computer to do it wirelessly. And if then, and only then, can you make it 4K and smooth, then I will believe that this is more than just a fucking gimmick that will die. Yep. I would say your challenge is to make it work in the west coast of Scotland. <laughs> if it also, works there, yeah. also then you've got something. fair play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a glove thrown down on the floor and a line drawn in the sand. I, I can pretty well guarantee. I would probably struggle, and I'm not that far from Glasgow. I'm pretty sure East Dale Island or like the Outer Hebs, which have shocking internet sometimes. Though, guys, if you're listening on Marl or anything, please do correct me, but I'm pretty sure in most places it's not brilliant internet. Right, a couple more news stories anyway. Can I jump in here, just say July's Xbox Games with Gold, just talking about something that is a lot more friendly. They have been announced as Limbo. Which is awesome. Not Limbo. What the fuck am I saying? July's Games of Gold is inside. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Uh, (laughs) Might be interested. (laughs) And Big Crown Showdown. That's for the Xbox One and on Xbox 360. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Awesome. awesome. And Meet the Robinsons. Not so awesome. Um, (laughs) Which is fair enough. But yeah, inside. That's really cool. And as I think I said to you before the pod, Dan... I'm really happy if that means more people are going to get to play inside, but why is Xbox Games with Gold continuing to give away games that were massive, won huge amounts of awards, and are probably already part of people's collections? Because they're not part of of my collection, and I haven't bought it yet since getting Xbox One. They're not part of everyone's collection, and also, 
they do these to test the water as to when they should release the follow-up to those games. Also, I'm well. pretty sure that Inside is on Game Pass. It's not. Are you sure? 100%. Yep. Okay. I, yeah, I've looked. Okay, cool. Well then, forget that. Yeah. Right, two more news stories and that's... Okay, so... Fuck uh, this off. <laughs> let's do... What? You've got a couple as well, haven't you, Duncan? So we'll yeah. Make, we'll make it three. Dr. Disrespect. We've got to talk about this, really. Yeah, we have, yeah. Uh, banned from Twitch for a live streaming his Twitch channel from the public toilet at E3, um, breaking many, many laws, um, including filming minors uh, going to the toilet, basically. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and oh, how long was the ban? Two weeks. Two weeks. He which should have been arrested. He should have been arrested, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it's a fucking disgrace. It's really it quite really sickening. It's, it's not... I don't want to... They Twitch need to to throw the, the the gauntlet down here and say no, you're just banned for life because mm. two week ban means that it drums up more interest because everyone would have read the story. It's on fucking false. That's why that's why I'm reading it off now. Yeah, uh, and in two weeks time he'll have more viewers than ever. Mm. Um, and <laughs> sorry, mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. um, and as a result, um. He's not really lost anything. He won't have lost any sponsorship. He won't have lost any viewers. It's like the whole fucking Logan Paul thing again. We're laughing at oh, dead shit. bodies. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have been banned from YouTube for life. Hit them where it fucking hurts, which is their wallet. Say, no, nah, you can't go on Twitch. And admittedly, he'd probably go to Mixer or something, but but just make it as difficult as possible for him to, to, to come back. But the problem is... Because otherwise like, someone's just going to do it again. The thing is, though, like, they... You know, probably. Is that when PewDiePie was in trouble mm. by this point you can't hurt that guy in his wallet because there are so many people that will just be like so no you know what i mean he gets a very tiny slap on the wrist but the, but the thing is he didn't really do anything i mean pewdiepie didn't really necessarily do anything beyond yeah, stirring up a little bit of racism and xenophobia which at the end he, of the day he, he did I was, we've got you yeah, kit for that but I would say is probably not as bad as filming minors no, in a bathroom. No, it's, it's definitely very. Different. It's this. This is. This or maybe is breaking, maybe not in terms of not as bad, but yeah, like you say, it's a different scale. It's this an is, illegal this, yeah. act. But the point is that unless you ban, start banning some of these people for life from streaming, it's not. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Well, that's the point, isn't it? They say is that you know even prison these days to a hardened criminal is not a deterrent. No, it's an occupational hazard. Definitely. Uh, Duncan, you got a couple of news stories. Yeah. Um, room, well, this is mainly from the Daily Mail, but they nabbed it out of the Radio Times interview with Richard Curtis. Um, he would like to do uh, another one-off Blackadder episode, mm. um, which, you know, I think everyone would love to see more Blackadder, but has, um, has any question is... quote been sort of sourced from Rowan Atkinson at all? Yeah. Uh, no, this is literally just was. This was pretty well after we recorded the last uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Emma was like, "Oh, you've heard about this?" No, no, I haven't. Richard Curtis wants to do another Blackadder, and then she said, "Actually, when you read it, he just said he would like to. He's not actually actively doing it, but Daily Mail have blown it up." Of course, to, mm-hmm. it's like Richard Curtis indicates intention to record new Blackadder. Yeah. So I think. I- so- I think what it is is it's putting the feelers out there to see if there's any interest in it. Yeah, of course. It's like taking out a full page ad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I'd watch it. That yeah, it Obviously. would be. 
Well, everyone wants more Blackadder, but it would just be how which period they would do and how they would do it. It'd be. It'd be interesting yeah. to see if they do something more recent, or at least something relevant to how, uh, particularly the the, the, con- the state the country's in now, and, yeah. and see see if you can pick a period that is relevant to that. Blackadder is always best in my mind as a single room show. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's why the you know the third one works so well. There are like literally three locations yeah. that these things take care of. Mrs. McGinn's pie shop, the Basements. prince's quarters, yeah, and yeah. the basement. Yeah. Um, you know, in Blackadder the second, it was the queen's chambers or Blackadder's house. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't work in the first series as well as it did in the later ones. In the in the fourth, it's even it's even more confined. It's a trench. It's in fact it's an officer's. Shelter in a trench. It's a trench and uh, the colonel's room. Yeah. And the uh, sorry, general, general Melchett. General's yeah. Yeah. General Sir Anthony Hogman in Melchett. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 very true. Yeah. It's, it's, um... So let's hope they don't throw shitloads of money at it. Duncan, what are you next? Um, well, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Cineworld decided. So there's a new Robert the Bruce movie out, mm-hmm. where and some people have called it sort of the sequel to Braveheart but just because Angus McFadden is playing the Bruce but there's a load of hoo-ha that blew up on Twitter and it's got actually um, MSPs and MPs Scottish MPs involved because Scene World have declared that they're not showing uh, this new Robert the Bruce movie in Scotland why? Um, they just said they're not it's a company policy it must be a commercial decision weirdly not to show a film about a Scottish hero who is still held quite highly up here um, in Scotland. So it is being shown by like <laughs> Cine World's competitors. Mm. Uh, it will be on like uh, Odeon and View and etc. But it, there's been quite a hoo-ha about it. And in fact, <laughs> uh, well, even Alex Salmon has asked, but we'll ignore him. Um, a few MPs and MSPs have even asked for, and even Angus McFadden has asked for, clarity going well, why aren't you doing this or you are idiots uh, how and some people obviously got quite obsessed about it but yeah so uh robert the bruce new movie not going to be in cine world you, uh, here's, it's here's, stupid you reckon here's what i'll say do you know how much a roll of film costs one single oh, roll of film five thousand no, pounds know. per roll of film so if you can't five thousand pounds so if you can't guarantee that you can fill those cinemas there's no point in in showing it in cinemas. Also, can I just yeah. say, best name ever, McFadgen. <laughs> yeah, my one of my good friends is Alan McFadgen. What a great name. Yeah. Alan McFadgen. Yeah. He's a good He's guy also got well. an epic beard. Um yes. no, it, it the story starts because someone asked Cineworld why this film was they said uh, when is this film coming out because it was someone in Aberdeen wanting to watch it and obviously I think Aberdeen has a view, but Sydney World must have been their closest. And Sydney World, oh, we're just not, sh- it's not coming, and we're just not showing it. So that that's where it interesting. That's where it started from. Mm. Yes, I appreciate that it costs a lot of money, but when you've got kind of a whole country, that would be a lot of people would be interested in it and probably would travel to see it. I mean, fair enough. Yes, it's expensive, and they might feel that everyone else will go to like Odeon View or one of their small independent local cinemas, which there are. Fair enough. Of, I so. think this is less of a political statement than it is a, a financial statement. Yeah, I think it is. A lot of people have taken it as a, 
political thing, but yeah, uh, Cineworld have sort of basically said it's a financial. Yeah, but it's, that, that it's, a bit, it's a bit of interest. It's something interesting, and it might not yeah, have made yeah. it down. It's, it's funny actually because um, because there's this there's this policy sort of amongst um, companies that make printers that they don't talk about planned obsolescence and stuff mm. like that because they never give it any credit because at the end of the day they're making stuff out of plastic and metal which mm. after three or four years of being heated up and cooling down will obviously crack, break, and not work anymore, mm. which is why things have to do it. So they so basically all the people who hate that sort of style of manufacturing, the fact you have to do new technology every three or four years, go, it's planned obsolescence, they're doing it because it's a conspiracy mm. and blah blah and it's a political thing. And let's, let's hype it up out of order. But it's not even a commercial decision. Mm. It's basically just, I, if we're going to make stuff out of plastic and metal, that's what happens. Um, and that is it. And I think we're pretty much done news-wise. Nearly, nearly yeah. I'll, I'll, one last thing I'll just say. Okay. Um, I, I, I do think it is a misstep, though. I do. That's think, a massive misstep. Yeah, I think. I think the, this is one of those things where they haven't thought about regional popularity of, of certain films, and especially really Cineworld, who you kind of think yeah. should know better. And they're generally pretty good at showing the films that other cinemas aren't showing as well. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I do. I think I agree. That it's a massive misstep. But I think that someone with uh, a calculator and an Excel spreadsheet's made this decision rather than MCs, yeah, which which is wrong. But yeah, well, that's there it. We go. I think. Nice. Yeah. What an excellent. Just one, one little quickie. I just, it's a little bit of fun. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen it on YouTube. Someone's done a 16-bit version of the uh, end battle of Avengers Endgame. I it's have seen really it. cool. It is really watch. good. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. Don't tell me who died. No. Okay. It right. doesn't show anyone dying in it. Okay. Cool. And on that note. Yeah. Thank you very much, Duncan, for joining us for the news pod. Oh, you're very welcome. It's been good fun. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dan. And don't forget, if you have any news or you have any comments, views, news or opinion that you want to share with us, do so on our social media platforms. Except for Pinterest, because we're not on Pinterest. Fuck Pinterest. Our handles are... Oh, that's edgy and controversial. Sorry, yeah. Fuck <laughs> Pinterest. Um, it, you, our single handle across all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, you know, that sort of stuff, is at T-M-T-O-O-H. And with that, let's cue the no, music! No, no, no. Let's cue the music!